Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillah wassalatu wassalamu ala sayyidina Rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man walahu amma ba'd. Subhanaka la ilma lana illa ma 'allamtana innaka antal alimul hakim. Rabbi shrah li sadri wa yassir li amri wa hlul 'uqdatan min lisani yaqulu qawli amma ba'd. Muslimin muslimat sekalian brothers and sisters assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Alhamdulillah. All praises and thanks to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, our deepest gratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for helping us get to where we are tonight, the last 10 nights of Ramadan. It's only with Allah's grace, with Allah's help, with Allah's permission. In this month where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes a lot of things easy for us, much easier than other months. I'm sure all of you have experienced how it is a lot easier to wake up at night and pray at night, Qiyamul Layl, to pray Tarawih, to come to the masjid, to recite the Quran, and recite more of the Quran, to complete the recitation, Khatmul Quran. All this is because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given this immense blessing in the form of this month of Ramadan, where Allah promises rewards that are in unimaginable. Even the act of fasting, a psalm, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not put a price to it. Allah says, because when you fast, this is the only ibadah that you cannot cheat. Because this is an ibadah that people cannot see. So if you do it, you complete the fast, you do it because of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah says, فَإِنَّهُ لِي وَأَنَا أَجْزِبِهِ And I will reward it how I like to reward it. It's up to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the month of Ramadan, and then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala multiply every single good deed that we do in multiple ways, and I hope, I hope that all of us here, when we increase our ibadah in Ramadan, we do not start counting the rewards. We don't calculate you know, how many raka'ah we pray, how many pages of the Quran we recite, how many minutes and hours we spend in the masjid and itikaf, how much we help people. I hope we don't count. Although Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will keep tabs, Allah will count for us, but we do not know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has, will accept and whether Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will reward us until we meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that is why Imam al-Shafi'i rahimahullah he said al-abdu a servant, someone who worships Allah, is always in a state between al-khawf raja between fear and hope. What does that mean? You fear that whatever you do, Allah may not accept. Because there's something wrong in what we did. Maybe our niyyah, our intention is not right. And it's very difficult, very, very difficult to ensure that our niyyah is correct. 
because every time we do something we may have a lot of reasons for doing it so allah is looking allah is looking for actions that we do khalisan karim only because we want allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to accept it and we do not put in the act any other reason except to get allah's blessings and acceptance so it, it is at the highest degree of ibadah. So it is not the amount of ibadah that we do, but it is why we do it, and what are our objectives of doing it. And even if it is two raka'ah of taraweeh, even if it's only $2 or $5 or $10 that you help someone, you may not be... You know, a very rich person with lots of money, but a little amount of money. But you help because you feel compassion and rahmah in your heart and you want Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to accept even a small deed. And when Allah looks at that action with His rida, He is so pleased with you. He is so happy with you at the moment you do something because of Him. Then as our ulama teach us, that is sufficient for you for the rest of your life because Allah is happy with you. What that means is Allah will continue to guide you. But you need to search for that. So Laylatul Qadr, the search for Laylatul Qadr in the last 10 nights of Ramadan is essentially about trying to get Allah's acceptance and rida. And that is why this, the night of Laylatul Qadr, or the night of power, Laylatul Qadr. Allah describes it in the Quran, in Surah Al-Qadr. Salamun hiya hatta matla'il fajr. Salam. If you read in this month of Ramadan, you read the Quran, you will find a lot of references in the Quran to the word salam. Alhamdulillah, in my taraweeh and witr, I read from Surah Al-Ra'ad. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes what happens in Jannah, Shurga. And a lot of us, all of us, are asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us from the Ahlul Jannah. And one of the descriptions, the Malaika, the angels, When Allah allows the people of paradise of Jannah to enter the Jannah and then the angels will come from every door to the Jannah to greet you to greet you and what do the angels say? Salamun alaykum bima sabartum Salamun alaykum bima sabartum Peace be upon you because of your patience in the, in the world Salam and sabr these two words and concepts are the two most difficult things in our life. A lot of people don't understand it and are not able to exemplify it. Salam, and the same thing that happens on the night of Laylatul Qadr, salamun hiya hatta matla'il fajr. Why peace? Because the people who have connected to Allah, the people who has established that connection, relationship with Allah, and Allah has accepted them, their life 
will be a manifestation of salam and peace. What does that mean? We have nothing in our hearts, nothing of hatred, of bad feelings and intentions towards other people and towards other creations of Allah. We don't have. This was the life of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Not once. Not once. And we have, you read the seerah, you have every episode, every incident that happened to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he never sought revenge. He forgave. His, his heart was full of love and compassion. And Allah will correct it. Allah will purify it. And this is the life of salam. Very, very difficult. Of course, we read the dua, Allah ma'anta salam, wa minka salam, wa adkhilna al-jannata dara salam. We want that. But we must, first of all, we want Laylatul Qadr. We want the night of salam. But first, we must try our best to purify, to purify our hearts. To make sure that our heart is a heart of salam. Our life is a life of salam. Yes, we have challenges. Yes, we have difficulties. Yes, we have temptations as human beings. You know, sometimes we come to the masjid. Yeah? Sometimes we find trouble or maybe troublemakers. We find people that can easily anger us. We find people that can upset and disappoint us. But in the way we react, in the way we deal with challenges, the first thing that must come to our mind is salam, kesejahteraan, which will bring you tranquility, calmness, and peace in your hearts. And this is the most difficult level to achieve. And that is why we have Ramadan with Allah's permission, Ramadan after Ramadan, year after year, prayer after prayer, night after night, to continue to sharpen, to refine, to lighten our, our souls so that we have the salam in our hearts. And look at how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala combines salam with sabr. Those who have peace are those who can be patient. I know patience is a very difficult subject. It's a lot easier to talk about than practice. Why? Because it is our human nature to react with emotions and to lose our patience. It's our human nature, innate nature. But then our faith is something which tells us to fight against this nature. To tame it. To make sure that we have patience in our hearts. But again, if you read the Quran in Ramadan, you will find one of the most the greatest rewards from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is put aside by Allah for those who are patient. Innama yuwaffa sabiruna ajrahum hisab. So if you ask, if you ask an ustaz or you ask somebody, what, what is the best practice or the best worship, ibadah that I do with the greatest reward? Maybe you go, even if you go to Masjid al-Haram and you pray a salat fi Masjid al-Haram 100,000 times. Masjid Nabawi 10,000 times. There is still a, a quantity. But if you are patient, 
Allah says, sabirun. Those who are patient will be rewarded hisab. Infinite. There is no limit, there is no ceiling to the reward. So if we want the Laylatul Qadr, yes, we want to wake up at night, pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, as the Prophet taught Sayyidatina Aisha radiallahu anha, Allahumma innaka afoon, tuhibbul afwa fa'fu anna, read the dua, Allahumma innaka afoon, tuhibbul afwa fa'fu anna. But when we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for forgiveness, Allah will look at our hearts first. Have you forgiven other people? How does Allah forgive someone who is not able to forgive people who have wronged him? Yeah. So again, this is the this is the beauty of our faith. Yes, it asks you of of very difficult things, of of very um, challenging things, but it's because Allah Subhanahu wa Taala Allah Subhanahu wa Taala wants us to be the best. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants to give us the best rewards, both in this world and the hereafter. When you have patience, when you manifest salam, your life will be calmer, will be more peaceful. People like you and you like them, less trouble, less arguments. And then in the akhirah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reward you with the best of rewards with no measure, with no limit. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and in Ramadan we can see how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the most gracious, the most compassionate, that Allah makes us able to meet each other, stand in prayer, raise our hands together in prayer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we ask Allah to continue to guide us and keep us strong and give us the strength to continue to be the best version of ourselves in the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that our hearts are filled with salam, with peace, with patience, so that when we return to Allah, who is as-salam, who is as-sabur, who is al-ghafur, the, the most forgiving, the most patient, the source of peace, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala recognizes us and rewards us, inshallah, and our parents and our families. So before I end, I just wanted to also express my thanks to Masjid al-Shafa'ah, the uh, management and also the volunteers imams for inviting me tonight to be with all of you alhamdulillah it's a great honor and blessing and i seek your forgiveness in uh, my prayer if i perhaps recited a bit long or uh, made the dua a bit longer in witr but this is once a year so i hope you can forgive me and i hope allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept our prayers and allah keep our hearts together and also that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala continue to guide us in all our actions, in our ibadah, in our interactions with people, in our lives with others, at work, at home with our families, that we continue to be guided by the nur and light of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, how he has filled his life with the best of moral character, how he brought happiness to people, how he never once caused any harm or anger to others, inshallah. We will, uh, inshallah, in, in around uh, today is Thursday, so over a week, inshallah, we will have our Salatul Eid, Salat Hari Raya. Uh, we expect a lot of people. Uh, that is the time, Salatul Eid, the prayer of Sal uh, Sunnah Salatul Eid, the prayer of Eid, is a prayer 
that is the culmination of a month of Ramadan. The whole month where we have practiced patience, we have practiced compassion, we have practiced ihsan, do not spoil it on the day of Hari Raya. With, especially as we come to the mosque, a lot of the mosque uh, volunteers and staff have worked so hard to give us a very safe and nice and comfortable space, organize the salat, please help one another and continue to support. Yeah, please do not, for example, you come to the masjid, you throw your um, shoes or slippers around, and then you say, this is not my job, this is the job of the, you know, the cleaner at the mosque. Uh, the moment we have that, that kind of attitude, it destroys our ibadah. Right? So we have to take responsibility for what we do, but also help each other and organize ourselves well so that we can have a good Salatul Eid, inshallah, um, and in a very orderly way. Because the Prophet ﷺ, Prophet ﷺ, every Salat, as you know, the Imam will read, Istawu wastaqimu fa'inna taswiyata sufuf min tamami salah or min iqamati salah. There's so many riwayat. The Prophet will make sure that all the lines are straight. And all the gaps are filled up. Because in Islam, especially as we come together, it must be orderly. It must be organized. It must look nice. We cannot have you know, chaos and everybody pray everywhere. So the mosques are doing their best to organize the prayers very carefully. But it will come to nothing if all of us as jama'ah do not follow the guidance or ignore the instructions to help one another and support one another. So I hope all of you present here tonight, semua yang hadir pada malam ini, insyaAllah, you can, you can help spread the message that when we come to Salatul Eid uh, on the morning of Hari Raya, we will help one another to make sure that the prayer is a pleasant experience for everyone, not just for yourself, but for everyone and organize ourselves and show the kind of faith that we have because the prophet of this faith, Prophet Muhammad is a prophet of uh, exceptional character and organization. I just end with uh, something where you may not have heard before, the hadith of the Prophet when his son, Nabi Ibrahim passed away when he was still a baby, a child. Prophet after he was buried, he saw that the, there was a corner in the kubo, upon the grave of his son Ibrahim, that the, uh, there, was, there was a gap in the kubo, right, in the grave. So what he did was, he said, please give me some soil, because I want to cover this up. There's a little gap, I want to cover it up. So the sahaba who saw him said, why Rasulullah? Why do you cover that? Because you know, today when you look at uh, someone pass away, may Allah bless all of them who have passed away, and you look at how the initial part of uh, the burial, you will, you will see those kind of gaps. But the Prophet said, give me some soil, some earth, and I will, I, he covered it up. So the companions were surprised. Kenapa ya Rasulullah? Why? Then the Prophet said, what I did to cover up the grave, that, that gap in one corner, does not benefit and does not harm the deceased, the one in the grave. It doesn't benefit this person. 
whether you, you make it very beautiful or not, it doesn't benefit the one inside, the one who has died. But it makes the person who is alive feel good and feel, feel better. So this is the Prophet The balance between a lot of people say, no, the person is dead, don't care, you know, just whatever. No, the Prophet cares for looks, the aesthetics, to make sure it is very well organized. And then the Prophet said after that, Allah loves from someone who does something that he does it in the best possible way. Itqan. And we sometimes we lack itqan in our ibadah. We lack itqan in our ibadah. We think that when we come to the masjid, we, we can basically, you know, everything else apart from the salat doesn't matter to us. So when you come and do the wudu and you know you waste water, for example, well, I'm I'm taking wudu, doesn't matter if I waste water. That is not part of what the Prophet taught us. Likewise, when we leave our shoes and our slippers, likewise, when we park our vehicle, sometimes it causes real obstruction to people. All of these are not part of how the Prophet teaches us. So as we come closer to Allah in the month of Ramadan. And through the night of Laylatul Qadr, let us also beautify our character. Let us improve where we have fallen short. Our shortcomings, inshallah. And the most important, these things happen because you do not want to hurt other people. You care about other people. What if I were in his or her position? If I park my car and it blocks someone, what if I were someone who was running to a hospital because a family member had a heart attack and I cannot get my car out. If I throw my slippers, what if somebody else loses their slippers? How, do, how, do, how are they going to go back? This care for others, this rahmah and ihsan for others, this value of salam for others is part of the teachings of Islam. If we have that, inshallah, we will minimize. Yeah, we will minimize. We are not perfect. We will make mistakes. Sometimes we slack, but we will minimize anything that can harm other people, that can danger other people. And that is part of our aqidah and our faith, inshallah. May Allah accept our prayers. May Allah accept all uh, the ibadah that we perform in the month of Ramadan. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect all of you and your family members and your loved ones. May Allah give all of us and all of you uh, good and long life in health and in iman and taqwa and in closeness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت سميع العليم وتب علينا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم واختم بالصالحات أعمالنا وأجالنا يا الله يا كريم الله منفعنا بما علمتنا وعلمنا ما ينفعنا وزدنا علما وفقها يا أكرم الأكرمين وصلى الله على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين وتقبل الله منكم